is Plaidcast Jr. I'm Piper Clem, publisher of the Plaid Horse magazine. On today's episode, we continue our reading of Showstride's book three, Moving Up and Moving On. I hope you'll come join us a few times a week. And if you like what you hear, all five Showstride's books are currently available on Amazon. You're listening to Showstrides, Moving Up and Moving On, by Piper Clem and Rennie Dybal. Chapter 3. With just a couple of weeks left before summer break, everyone at Tally's Middle School, Johnson West, felt antsy. It seemed like no one could sit still in classes, and the lunchroom was louder and more boisterous than usual. Tally's best friend from school, Caitlin Rowe, also took lessons at Oaks. Tally loved blending her two worlds together. Most of her school friends knew nothing about horses, and most of her barn friends, including Mac, went to other schools. What is wrong with these seventh grade boys? Caitlin asked with Huff, sitting down on the floor next to Tally. It was tradition for seventh graders to sit on the floor in the cafeteria, something Tally thought was exceedingly dumb. Luckily, they'd be graduating to actual tables next year. What do you mean? Oh, hey, Ava, Tally said, greeting their other friend. Ava crossed one ankle in front of the other and sat down between her friends, all in one graceful motion. Ava used to ride, but traded horses for gymnastics last fall. Tally had always pined for a pony like Ava's until she catrode him herself and found out he was a lot tougher than he looked. Ava, do you ever get made fun of for wearing your leotard? Caitlin asked. Ava wrinkled her nose as she pulled a lunch bag out of her backpack. What do you mean? I was reading a book about equitation before gym, and those boys from our history class were neighing at me, Caitlin said. Tally remembered the same thing happening to her at the beginning of the school year. They're so stupid, Ava said, rolling her eyes. You know that sixth grader Jacob? He rides too, and the way they make fun of him is so horrible. I saw it during study hall one day. They say he's in a girl's sport and he shouldn't be a rider. They call them some awful names. Jacob didn't say anything back. I just felt so bad for him. The bell rang and the girls said goodbye to one another before heading off to their next classes. Tally felt a little guilty for being so upset about having a boy neigh at her. Ava was right. It was stupid and apparently it could be a whole lot worse. She thought back to the boy she saw talking to Brenna at the barn the other day. Was that Jacob from her school? That afternoon, Tally had another shift on the school aisle. The barn manager, Brenna, had given her an unofficial working student position to earn a second lesson each week. Her parents provided the other. Tally never minded the extra work. She loved any time she got to spend around horses. Mucking stalls wasn't the most fun barn chore, of course, but it was well worth it. Do you ever get jealous of the kids who don't have to work for extra lessons? Mac asked her recently. Mac had quickly become Tally's best friend at the barn, and they found they could talk about anything. I have before, yeah, Tally answered honestly, but working for a lesson is no big deal. It's more about wishing I had a horse or a pony of my own and could show more often, you know? Like, that's a given for some kids. So I guess I am a little jealous of that. Mac nodded, her expression thoughtful. 
But my dad tells me that being jealous doesn't accomplish anything, Tally continued. And honestly, he's right. So I try to focus on what I do have. And right now I have a really cool pony to ride. Tally arrived a little early for her shift that afternoon when school let out. So she ducked into the field ridge tack room first to wipe down her saddle. She and her parents had chipped in to buy it from an Oaks rider named Isabel, who'd grown too tall for it. Tally had never owned her own saddle before and took great pride in keeping it in pristine condition. Tal! Ryan's booming voice had a way of crashing through the quiet on the border aisle. Tally stuck her head out of the tack room and gave him a wave. Hey, there you are, he said, walking toward her. I want to give you and your parents a call in the next couple of days to talk about summer shows. Great, Tally said, feeling that now familiar rush of horse show excitement. She and G had competed in just a couple of shows together thus far, but it felt like the pony was progressing super fast. I think Goose could be something really special and could get sold as early as this August, Ryan said. We need to get more miles on him, different places, different shows. What are your plans for the summer anyway? To ride? Ryan laughed. Well, good. That's what I was hoping for. They hashed out some more details about the days that Tally would be working for Brenna, and Ryan said he'd call Tally's parents that night to talk about the shows. He had a few in mind that would put G in the best position to be sold as an eligible green. Ponies only had a year of eligibility for the green divisions, So the plan was to show Goose and the children's ponies so that when he got sold, he'd be able to compete in the small green division. All of this terminology had been new to Tally just a few months prior, but she followed everything Ryan was saying now. It was hard to keep from getting too attached to G, but she pushed the thought of him getting sold from her mind. Instead, she focused on making sure her mom and dad said yes to whatever shows Ryan wanted them to do. But her parents surprised her that night. It sounds like you have a lot of competing to do this summer, Tally's dad said casually after dinner. You talked to Ryan already? It's a yes? Her mom smiled before answering. It's a yes to the shows, but the only reason we're allowing so many is because it's almost summertime. During the school year, your education continues to come first. Got it? I got it. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Tally felt like she could start crying. She was so excited. But with less than a week left of seventh grade, school was the last thing on her mind. Her summer show season with G was about to begin, and their first stop would be a big equestrian complex an hour away. Hi, it's Dana from Lorachea. We are so excited to share that we have a new color in our best-selling convertible backpack tote in waterproof leather. Our gorgeous gray is sure to become a core classic. Gray pairs with everything. It's seasonless, sporty, and chic. We hope that you'll stop by to see us if you're at the Hampton Classic this summer, but you could also shop the collection 24 hours a day, seven days a week at lauracea.com. That's L-A-U-R-A-C-E-A.com. And we've also restocked new colors in the mini convertible backpack tote, our newest style in the convertible backpack collection. Want to ride like a varsity athlete? Sally Batten's book, The Athletic Equestrian, is now available to order. Whether competing in the show ring or riding at home on the trail, 
Every rider wants to be more secure and balanced in the saddle and effective with their aids. This innovative guide uses highly effective exercises honed over Coach Sally's 35-year coaching career to develop your athleticism on horseback. This proven rider training system will sharpen position and vastly improve your skills in the saddle. Order now at www.athleticequestrian.com. To learn more about anything we've discussed on today's show, visit thepladhorse.com. You can find show notes at thepladhorse.com slash listen. Follow The Plaid Horse on all the social medias. You can subscribe to the print edition of The Plaid Horse magazine at thepladhorse.com slash subscribe. Please write and review the podcast anywhere you listen to it. And if you enjoy this episode, please share it with your friends. I will see you at the ring.